Hi guys. Hello everyone. Welcome back to My Best Friend the Weeb. Another episode. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. you are here with your favorite weebs on Otaku. My name is Diola. I'm Kosi Diamonda. Yes. And we're here to discuss the shows that changed our lives. The shows that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. deep in our hearts, Preach it did girl. something to us. Yeah. We think about these shows. Yeah. We talk about these shows. Mm-hmm. You might even say that these shows are our favorite shows. Might. 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 You might. But might. some of these shows are not my... Like, for my list now, some of them are not my favorite. But some of them are shows that will forever stay with me. And yeah. Kosi is just winging it because nothing touches her, apparently. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I said stuff touches me, but uh, I don't know. I hope you know that the context we're using touching is like really weird and funny, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> Because I said nothing touches you. No one touches you. Mine out of the gutter. (laughs) We're clean my Okay, so let's just say the shows that had an impact or had some sort of an impact, no matter how big, how small. For me, it's more like the shows that got me jumping on my bed. Okay. I mean, I think that's... Let's let's go with that. I think that's that's a fair fair way to look at it. I'm looking at it as shows that, for one reason or the other, have not left my head. Mm. Or for one reason or the other, have just touched my... My soul in some way. Yeah. Um, so okay, well, I have one of those. Uh-huh, so you have a show that has touched you. Yeah, I have, a, <laughs> I, have, I have a show that touched me. Yeah, it touched you in many ways, didn't it? Oh yes, it did. <laughs> Diela, no, no, stop that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Um. Okay. I want to go first because yeah. I have a list right here. Um, I'm gonna go first and talk about, and I've talked about this show on um, previous episodes. I'm going to talk about this show because it's my favorite show. Can I guess? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Actually, that is on my list, but that's not the show I'm talking about. You said it's your favorite shonen. Yeah. Attack on Titan isn't really a shonen. Attack on Titan... Attack on Fair. Titan isn't really a I'm not going to argue with you on this. It's more like... No, it's, it's more... It's seinen. more like a seinen older yeah. guy. I, I mean, mean people... it didn't start that way, but it sort of ended there it's, real quickly. It started very shonen-y. Yeah. I had the spirit of shonen and then it ended up somewhere that a lot of us didn't expect. But yes, back to the thing. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know what my favorite shonen is. I've said this I several mean, you times. you told me your favorite... Well, okay, fair. Attack on Titan isn't shonen. It's not shonen. Is it? But that's not shonen either. Which one? Mm, oh, Assassination Classroom. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Five marks for you. All right. <laughs> Tell us why. Assassination Classroom. Just two episodes. Two seasons. I was about to say two episodes. Just two seasons. And I like that. In the beginning, when I first got into anime, I was looking for shows that did not take forever. Because I first watched Bleach. I heard people talking about Naruto. And I heard people talking about One Piece. And I was like, this is too long. Like, I don't have the attention span to watch a show for a thousand episodes. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the line, I found Assassination Classroom. And from the beginning, it just hooks me in. Mm -hmm. It just lets me know what is the plot, what is happening, and how it's going to happen. It wraps everything up in two seasons. And at the end of the season, at the end of the show, it gives you a payoff and it gives you a scene that, uh, if you don't cry, I I don't know what to say, man. But like, Assassination Classroom to me is like, not the perfect shonen, but Mm -hmm. it's my perfect shonen. Because you have, of course, you have all the power of friendship. You have a bunch of people on a task doing something, trying to defeat a big baddie. But the big baddie, isn't that bad. He's not killing anybody. He's not doing anything. He says he will kill the world in a year. But in the meantime, he's actually teaching students. He's being nice to them. Mm. He's teaching them about their confidence. He's encouraging them to go after the things they want. Kuro-sensei is 
the person you want in your corner when you're feeling down. The person you want on your team when you feel like all hope is lost. Mm. He's the big baddie, but he's not a baddie. He's mm. he's just there for you. He's he's helping you. He's figuring you out. He's just Oh my god, that is why he's tattooed on my thigh because like whenever I feel so sad, I just think about how Coruscant would help Aww, and encourage he these guys. You in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, Carissa touched well, he is physically touching me. He's on my thigh. I know, that's why I said that. But yes, um, he touched me different ways. He touched my soul. He touched my thigh. Oh my god. Um, but I just feel like because of how encouraging he is in the show and how encouraging he is to the characters, and just like he just stands for like again, he's the big baddie, but he's not a baddie. Like he's not going out there and killing people and going after people. And when you actually see his backstory, he's actually, it's kind of like a really sad backstory. I guess my question is, why did he tell them he was going to destroy the world? Was he just playing around? Spoiler alert for everybody that has not watched Assassination Classroom. Spoiler alert. I'm letting you guys know. Kurosensei was an actual human being. He was an actual assassin. But he got kidnapped or was he? I don't know what happened. But he got kidnapped and he got experimented on. Mm -hmm. And he fell in love with the nurse that was helping him. His the nurse that was helping him in the in the facility, because again, he was trapped. Mm-hmm. They were doing like some crazy acts experiments on him. He fell in love with that nurse. And that nurse, his her, the nurse's sister was the teacher of the school that he eventually went to go and teach. So basically what happens is that when she he died. did oh, Yeah, she died. So of when course. they did all these experiments on him, he exploded. Like something happened and he exploded. And in the explosion, he killed the babe and he told and the babe was always talking about the students in the school how they really need help because he eventually goes to teach like the school this class he's teaching is like the remedial class like the class of people that have failed like Mm. at the bottom at the bottom yeah so she has always been talking to him about like how these students are amazing how they're great how they just need love and support and that kind of thing so Mm. when this explosion happens and then the teacher i a part of me is like she was the teacher but at the same time i was like how is she nurse and a teacher so i can't remember but like Shasha, she's related to the students, Shasha. Mm-hmm. So when she dies, her last, she just talks about like, can you please just help these students out, help them out, that kind of thing. So that's the reason why he now decides to go and teach at the school. So when he was, when he went to go and blow up the moon, he didn't blow up the moon because he wanted to blow up the moon. He blew up the moon because he was unstable. Oh. And he hurt and he was, th- and he thought to himself that he only has one year left to live. Oh. So he thought as on earth, with that one year left to live, he's going to destroy destroy the earth so that's the plot so I've, I've just spoiled the entire assassination classroom for anyone that's has Sorry, not guys. watched it I did give spoiler alert uh, spoiler warning earlier so yeah so the re- so he's just so very encouraging it's yeah. like again he was an assassin he was an actual bad guy so he was doing bad things but then he yeah. got all this experimentation and then he turned into this creature and now he's I'm starting to realize something about myself which is what I remember watching Assassination Classroom mm-hmm. and I didn't finish it I don't think I got past the first season I don't even think I finished the first season and I'm trying to understand why Why do I leave shows and then I think I left this show because it got to a point I realized this guy is just teaching this kid so they can kill him but then we all know that he's really not a bad guy so I know that this is not going to end in some big super powered fight mm-hmm. so I'm gone so I think I think yeah. once you know that, you know, there's not a lot of bass boosts happening. But to be fair, <laughs> but but to be fair, I think you're missing out because there is like, the students do try to kill him. So it's not like... Oh, I know. They're trying to kill him. No, and like... The but we actual- know they're not going to kill him. Well, 
eventually something does and I don't want to spoil it for yeah, you yeah, but fine, you should fine. actually watch it because I think you'll enjoy the show um, there are instances where they come up and they try to kill him they come up with plans and stuff like that and there was even a time when they went how on how they feel when they actually killed him so that when they actually kill him because, which is why it made me cry at the end because in the end when it happened it was sad he gave this speech he said don't be sad this is, this is what we expected to happen if you don't do it this, ah, no. Because I don't think those kids were really thinking far ahead. They were just living in the moment. I'm trying to kill my teacher. What if you accidentally actually killed your teacher I think who's they, really nice to you? Don't you think that's emotionally scary? And I think that's also what is part of the charm of assassination classroom that these students, this is it, like, the first episode I explained to you is a shonen, is a typical shonen show. Yeah. This guy destroyed the moon, came and said he's going to destroy the world. So you have a classroom of people that want to kill kind him. It feels like sh- the shonen that quickly turned into a spice of slice <laughs> of life. I don't think it's a slice of life. And the reason why I don't think it's a slice of life is because you're not really... Like, the students' lives do matter, but it doesn't matter to the point that we're going to say, like, it's not. it doesn't matter on a date, on an episode-to-episode basis. basis. Like, not this episode, I meet your mother next... Like, there's no continuity with the lifeness of the slice of life of it. I think it has elements where it's a little more chill, but it definitely does have the ante and it does rev up. And, um... Okay. I think I'm going to go back to a lot of my dropped shows. Assassination Classroom is the first show that I watched and I was like, oh, this thing has really... It has it has touched my soul. And heart. to the point that I was like, I need to get a tattoo of this guy. Because he was just so encouraging and so helpful. Aww. And Dila, do you need a little bit more love in your life? Maybe. Maybe Aww. I do. Give Maybe me a I hug. do. <laughs> we're hugging as we're recording. But yes. So that's my show. What's your... What's the show? Um... It's my favorite shonen. And you can guess. Naruto? No, actually. What's but, your favorite but shonen? I will get to Naruto because that's on my list. Uh. It's Black Clover. Oh, yes. You do talk about this show. You really do love this show. I, so, I really do love this show. I don't think a lot of people talk about Black Clover the way people should be talking about Black Clover. Maybe. It's a long show. Yeah, long-ish. And I, I don't even know why. But I personally enjoyed Black Clover because I fell in love with the character Asta. Mm-hmm. And that's because at first when I met Asta, I... Sorry, Asta. I wrote him off. I was like, I wrote him off completely. Like, this short guy who is too silly, he's too playful, take life seriously. Like, he just felt like a talkative who had too much energy and Mm -hmm. was always happy. But getting to know Asta, I realized that this guy is an optimist. Bad shit happens to him, but for some reason, he manages to smile through it. Like, he's the only one who doesn't have magical powers and yet he never gave up said training his body he wanted so bad to be the wizard king why because he wanted to take care of people and you know take care of all the wizards pretty much naruto similar um similar vision similar desires both of them but then asta especially because asta was so kind asta was so loving and asta Asta never gave up. I love that he's willpower. Because I saw some really shitty things. There was time he couldn't even use his hand anymore. I think he break his hand or... I can't remember what happened to his hands. But he couldn't use his hands anymore. Kind of giving me Midoriya vibes, actually. No, but Midoriya, Midoriya is another sweetheart character. We'll go into him later. But yeah. So Asta, I loved him because... In fact, I loved the entire Black Clover. Because you see the Red Bulls. The Black Bulls. Right? <laughs> I've forgotten their name. You don't oh even remember. God. It's Black Bulls. I think they were the Black Bulls. Anyway, they were a family, but Aster somehow kind of brought everyone together. I mean, they were always a family, but for some reason, when Aster came there, everyone just 
kind of became closer. I mean, for some reason, Aster makes me want to... I feel like sitting my kids down in front of Black Clover and forcing them to watch because there were so many moments that touched my heart that was like... My kids need to learn this. This is love. This is love in its purest form. I I can't even... I can't dispute it. If there's anything certain to you that I like about Shonen is that Shonen actually is like trying to teach you like to rely on your friends, rely on your family, rely on the people around you. And most importantly, it sort of teaches you that you can do anything. Yeah. I, I love that whole don't give up. Even when bad things are happening to you, it doesn't matter. Stay it might positive. seem unrealistic and it might seem delusional, but I feel like the real way to like exist in this world is to be delusional. Yeah. And anime, especially a lot of shonen, is delusional. You have people that have no powers and I'm like, I am going to become the king. And they exactly. somehow do and it. somehow they do it. Like, they yeah. don't give up. They keep pushing. And I love that. And the funny thing is, it just kind of shows you that if you don't give up, if you find the willpower to be consistent and persistent, you will make headway. Mm. You will get there. You will try. You probably fail a billion times. But don't at the forget end of the day, you. You also need to have main there. protagonist plot armor, Sha. Uh, <laughs> because not all the time in life, like no matter how delusional you are, you're, no, no, no. But, but, plot, but that's the but that's the funny thing about these protagonists is like at first, if they had done the opposite thing, let's say. Um, Asta gave up when he didn't get his grimoire because um, in the ceremony when you go and get your grimoire. Let's say he gave up and he didn't get his grimoire. He just relaxed. He became depressed, went to his room, covered himself. Do you think he would have gotten to where, to where he, he was? Is. But that um, four-leaf clover shows him. That's a, a grimoire that has a four-leaf. It's Okay, let me just give you a little backstory. You so, give me the backstory. <laughs> they have, they have grimoires. They have magical powers, right? So you're born with magical power. And Asta wasn't born with this. So usually when you reach a certain age, you can do the ceremony and then the grimoire picks you. So it kind of floats out of the library and then comes into your hand. So there's one leaf, two leaf, three leaf, and then finally four leaves. So I think, I can't remember what the one and two leaves do, but I know the third leaf is luck and then the fourth leaf, leaf has a demon in it. So the book that shows Asta was the one that had a demon Ooh. in it, you get. So he didn't have any magical powers and that was the only reason how he could use it because the sword that comes out from this book literally cancels um, magic. magic powers. So that was ah. that was why. And then they were about different swords. It has like a full backstory of how the demon there eventually comes out and they have to fight and blah, 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 blah. I've actually heard about Black Clover and I heard that it's the shonen that not a lot of people watch, watch. but it deserves to be watched. It does. It, it really... It really teaches you good character. Mm. It just be that way. It just it makes you want to see life a different way, right? Because there's this princess who also who kind of who is in love with Asta. But never tell him she's an outcast. She's a reject from her family because, um, what was it? Because things I, I can't <laughs> it remember. It, it, okay, not, yeah, she she didn't have good control over her powers. So that's how she just got outcasted, and then she was accepted by the Black Bulls. I hope that's the name of their crew, and then. She just learns to control her powers. People just believed in her and then Asta believed in her. Eventually, she learned to control her powers. She became really powerful, more powerful than her dead or stupid siblings. Why do you have that look on your face? <laughs> I'm listening to you. <laughs> but yeah, that that is one show that it touched my heart. Hmm. And I guess since it was actually very impactful because I said it's the first anime my kids are going to watch. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. Moving on to you. Um... This show, you probably have heard of me, have heard of it, but have not watched it. Would it be the first time? <laughs> fruit baskets. I mean, at this point, I think I have I've imagined fruit basket enough that I feel like I've watched it. Yeah, because you have told me so many things about it. Fruit baskets is family trauma. The anime. Yeah. Um, 
And as someone that has experienced some form of family trauma, mm. watching an anime show about a family that has trauma and them trying to deal with the trauma is actually kind of like, ah, oh, I'm not alone in my struggles. Exactly. I'm not alone in my struggles. So let me give the, the plot of Fruit Basket. I think I've explained this plot. Uh, yeah, I, I think I've explained like the plot like on the show. But let me just give like a quick, before. you know, a quick Tell one. us why you liked the it. Bit, what was why the do one I like thing it? Okay, that, made, so, that impacted you, changed so, your life? So the one thing that changed my life is the way the main character was just going to everybody with love. Even though the main character is... So even though the main uh, big body, which is... A, Akito, Akira, Aki something. I can't remember her name. <laughs> it's not Aku, it's Aki something. Okay. Um, but basically, this main character, she's the head of the family and she does some really terrible things, makes some really interesting decisions that really traumatizes everybody, like this entire generation of the family. And she, Honda Toru, just goes in there with so much love, Aww. even though she knows there's a lot of enmity, a lot mm. of like... Um, What's the word? Conflict. Like, yes, there's a lot of friction. conflict and friction. Like she recognizes this conflict. She recognizes this friction. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to still chill here. I'm still going to do my thing. And just because Aww. she is just a good person, like good in the sense of the anime, like a good, helpful, nice person, mm-hmm. she's able to break this generational curse. And I think it's a really good parallel for how you have to be in this world. Like you can recognize a pattern and you have to make the choice to break the pattern. Or else, mm. if you if you don't break it, it's gonna the, the cycle will still continue. Yeah. So, the reason why I really like the show is because, one, it shows us this girl not being affected by the, the conflict and the anonymity around her. And just her being her best self. Uh-huh. And just being enough is able to break the curse. And just her being enough and loving everybody enough and just being herself is able to make these people realize that, hey... This is not the way it should be. or yeah. Like, this is not the way life should be. And that's why, like, it, it is pretty traumatic. Like, that show made me cry. Like, I was crying. Sounds like a good show. It, it is a... It's a it, you won't like it because it's very... I mean, slice, no, I like, I like it's the It's very plot. slice of lifey. It's very slice of life It might be the it's slice, slice of, of life with supernatural elements. Like, there's nothing... There's no big... They're not, they're not fighting any big overpower. They're fighting each other. They're fighting family members. Yeah, but members. you see, it has a plot. It has... Yeah. They're going towards something. We're watching them break a course. So, mm-hmm. there's like an overarching yeah. plot to it. I don't really like slice of life that just feels like... Every day, we're just going to watch this person's everyday life. Yeah. They are not going anywhere. So, They're not trying to do anything. They're just living. So, yeah. I like it because it shows different types of trauma. It shows, like, there are different forms of this trauma. Yeah. And it shows how they they were able to break it. And, like, I think I'm really glossing over, like, the individual. But, like, every individual person has a something that they're going through. Yeah. Like, relating to the plot line. So, again, I told you that they turn into animals whenever they're hugged by people of the opposite sex. Yeah. So, that means, like, the male members of this family, it's going to be hard for them to actually, like, kind of figure out love life. They can't be hugged by women. They can't be touched by women. There's a character in the show, his mother hated him because every time... He, she held her, her son, he, she, he would turn into a rabbit and she just couldn't, it made her mentally break down and she gave up her child because she's just like, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. And it shows how this guy was going through it and just trying to, my on, mom, can, like it kind of shows like, he was like, my mom basically rejected me but hold I'm on. trying my best to he turns, still be. He turns into a rabbit but he turns back into a human when she lets go. 
Uh, I can't remember how the actual, like, the reason why, they, how they turn back. I think, like, it takes some time or something. I can't remember the semantics. Because if I had a kid that turned into a rabbit, I would pet the living daylight out of that rabbit I until it turns I, back. I, I can't remember, and the audience and our listeners will let me know exactly what happens. But there's a, re- there's a way that they go back to mm. human beings. I just don't know why, how. Should um, I watch this anime tonight? Maybe, if you want to. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to wrap up Fruit okay. Basket by saying... It's really, like, on the surface, it feels like a very happy-go-lucky slice of life. Yeah. But underneath, there is a lot of emotional Emotional. beats, a lot of emotional points. There's a lot of... There's a lot of deep things in this show. And it and it just made me feel not alone that everybody is going through some kind of fucking traumatic thing in this world. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why it touched my soul. It looks like you... Do you need a tissue? <laughs> but I'm okay. I've cried. Eh, do you know how much I've cried watching the show? I'm okay. I don't need any more tissues. I've, I was actually saying recently that I wanted to cry and wash my eyes a little bit. Mm. So maybe I should watch this. Maybe you should watch Food Baskets. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe to make you cry. It depends on how like you relate. But maybe, yeah. So what's your second show? It's Naruto. <sighs> uh, pff, don't puff me. Okay, Naruto fanboys. I don't have a problem with Naruto. I just... Yeah, whatever. So please go on and tell me how this show, lo- like, you know, changed your for, life. First of all, it changed my life. Be- changed my life is just a strong way of putting it. But um, Naruto, I started watching Naruto when I really needed a distraction in life. Mm. And it was a great distraction. Which, but the funny, the only thing I didn't like about Naruto is probably the, also one of the good things about Naruto. I didn't like Naruto because everyone had their own story and sometimes their stories were long Mm. sad depressing boring but then there were so many characters that actually had backstories that would touch you for example the story with pain pain was in a lot of pain (sighs) so much so that he felt it was important or the only way he could express his pain was to cause Cause pain. pain and he had seven avatars seven bodies to inflict his pain on the world Mm. But I think the part of that... pain story was really sad, but it was heartwarming. But what made it really, really good was when Naruto came and sort of made him realize that the way he's been seeing the world was wrong. And that you don't have to cause pain because you're in pain. You should actually do the opposite. Try and spread all the good stuff, the love and yada, yada, yada. I really yada, yada. like the fact that... And I think one reason why I think a lot of people like anime is that it's really optimistic and upbeat about exactly. the world. It's like, you can do it! But I think the reason why I really like it is because you have the bad guys. And the bad guys, their reason for doing this bad thing. Sometimes they actually have... they Okay, for example, Madara wanted to trap everyone in this illusion so that they will be living their best life so there will be no war there will be just peace but then you're wrapped in a cocoon where you're living your best life that's not living Mm -hmm. but he felt that that was the only way to To like to save life to stop the war you get so they always have this their righteous judgment sorry to interrupt question about Naruto you've mentioned like stop war stop war so is the world of Naruto a world where they're always fighting yes this war has been going on for how many generations so they're they're just basketballing every day basketballing every day well honestly there's there's war going on in different places it's more like um, all the villages are at war Ah. versus um, the rain when it pours it comes to yeah. So everybody's ready to pull up. It's very tense. Yes. Every, it's tense. There's tense. conflict in the air. Okay. So yeah, in Naruto, there's conflict. But the funny thing is, they all you united 
the, all the villages, all the clans united in order to fight Madara because he was the big baddie. Our producer said Madara child their eye. So Madara killed them he, all? He killed a lot of people. He really gave them a fight. Ah, okay. That fight, one man, one man. One man versus villages, how many people? The entire, all the, all the five, five clans. So, and their strongest, and all their kages. So you've not actually told me why the show is like oh, yeah. important to you. Because you just told me, like, you know, fight. No, because every single person, every single character had their backstory. So it allowed me to see the world from different viewpoints. It allowed me to get into people's shoes and see their different pain, see their different struggle. And then we have Naruto who had probably one of the saddest stories ever. ever. His parents died. He was the... Ten, nine tails in Chucky, the entire village hated him, but somehow he kept a smile on his face. Somehow he became an attention seeking kid who was just happy and terrorized everybody. But anyway, he had to believe in himself because no one else did. He had to keep pushing himself because everyone wrote him off. Everyone saw him as a monster. No one saw him as a kid. So Naruto's story is very sad. But even with all of that, he ended up becoming the. What Hokage? Six? Seven Hokage? <laughs> he was the seven Hokage. He ended up being the seven, seven Hokage after Kakashi. So pretty much bad stuff happening to you, but somehow you don't let it tear you down. You keep going. You have your friends. At, <coughs> you have your friends until one of your friends decides to become a bad guy and mm. the other chick you've been in love with all your life decides that she's in love with the bad guy. And it's... he. Naruto suffered. Let's just put it that way. I didn't like Sakura because she always had a thing out for Naruto. Like, you don't like him. We know. But then you're mean to him. You're always tearing him down. Like, what's your problem? Isn't that like a... Uh, isn't like, that like a typical... Like, a typically bad-written female shonen character? Now that you put it that way. But then she's not that terrible. She, she's not... I've heard, like, she's apparently, not the writer of Naruto has actually said it. The writer of Naruto... I, I don't like her, so I'm not going to disagree with you. But, like, she wasn't... She's not, like, a bad, bad guy. No, when I mean bad, I'm, like, badly written. Okay, badly written. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And then, like, Naruto and Sasuke were doing their god level shit. And she was there in the corner, she was like, yes. What did, <laughs> what, what did you want her to do? <laughs> you, you want her to die? One person has so the... Our, one, our one producer person has and Kosi are uh, 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 um, Our producer and Kosi are arguing about... She's actually... Sakura is useless. No one no one will come to fight us for this unless they just... They are just attracted to No, I feel like, as I've not watched Naruto, as you people say Sakura is useless, I agree because, like, Everybody, but what everybody did to her I is know so says Sakura is useless. So, and then the worst part, I think the reason, on our, the key reason why I did not like Sakura is because for some reason she only had eyes for Sasuke. It's like her entire life revolved around. It's not you to be spending time trying to develop your ninjutsu and, and become is, useful. But, but this is, man. But this is a badly written female character. You're not giving the... I don't... I've, again, you've not given this woman agency. You've not given her anything else apart from man as a plot point. So, like... She she healed a lot of people. That's nice, I guess. Like... Uh, that's saving lives now. Did she do anything? Like, if we... Okay. If today, somehow, we exist in a world where Sakura is not in Naruto, does it affect the main plot? Sasuke will be alone forever. Does it affect the main plot? Well, there will be... Do you know the funny the funny thing is that Hinata Hinata played he, exactly you see Hinata so, played more of a significant role in Naruto than Sakura. So this is I'm not I, I'm not fighting with you as I don't know these people. I don't even know what they look like. I'm just saying 
that I don't think I want to watch a show with badly written female characters. It's very hard. Like at this, this is at, one person though. One person can make a whole show annoying. Okay, no, she's not that important. She, I, that, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, she's not that important. Okay, maybe. Okay, maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah. She, knows, she just annoyingly shows up in the background all the time. You're like, why is she here? Like that, that's the vibe you keep getting. <laughs> like, oh, but she has come again. But I don't want to watch a show and I'll be annoyed by a and character. The, the part that pissed me off. The part that pissed me off the most was when she tried to. She told Naruto that, oh, I like you now. All oh, that bullshit she was trying to play. Like, what was that? You see, another reason why I also don't like Naruto is that once you start talking about Naruto, you can't stop talking about Naruto. Like, well, now you guys have taken over. Well, to be fair, Naruto, there's a lot happening. There's a lot to talk about. My next show <laughs> is Banana Fish. Okay, tell us about this fishy banana. <laughs> banana Fish is a crime, a, a crime drama. With gangs, with fighting, and with a lot of death. The end of Banana Fish, and the only reason why Banana Fish is on this list is because I watched Banana Fish, I think, a, a year ago, two years ago. Every other day, might not be every other day, every other week, at least once a week, I think about the end of Banana Fish. Banana Fish, the end of it just ruined me. I what? What? I can't tell you what happens at the end because it's going to spoil... Like, Banana Fish is one of those shows that I can tell you the whole show. But once I tell you the end, it fucks with everything. So okay. I cannot tell you the end of the okay, show. Okay, so can you give us the plot? Why do you even like it? Why did it... Is it the it's, end that changed your life? Yes, the oh. end of Banana Fish. And you Fish, can't tell us the end. I can't. But ah. I can tell you... Okay, so apart from the end, the show is a good show. So it's not like the show is like bad and then it's good at the end. It's a show about crime, ga- crime gangs, um, blackmail. It's like... Okay, you have gang. You have gang in America. Mm-hmm. And these gang of young teenage boys are doing shady stuff mm-hmm. for a big mafia guy. So this Japanese boy comes from Japan with his uncle. And his uncle is a journalist. I think his uncle is covering the gangs. or he's like interviewing people. Yeah. And they get caught up in the whole gang thing. So basically, a Japanese boy gets caught, caught up in American gang wars. Which leads to some devastating... Dev- like, people die. Like, this is one of those shows that when people die... It's not like... It's not played off for laughs. People die. Yeah. It's emo- It's like... It's acknowledged. It's emotional. And the end of... Uh, even thinking about it now, it's just... The end of Banana Fish is Have you sad. Fish? It is sad. It's very Thank you. When you watch the show, how do, how does the name sound endearing? Okay, so the name Banana Fish. Because like when you hear Banana, banana Fish, banana. you're like, oh, okay. It's like... It's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. So you see... To be honest, it feels like a shonen. Yeah. It feels like a very happy-go-lucky shonen because, like in the beginning, no one is dying, like things are happening. But like when you get into the get the meat, when you get through, like from <laughs> the, the middle, meat. from the middle of the show to the end, that's what I would say. You just be sitting there like, wow. What was the what was the main what was the center of it? Like, what were they trying so to do? So, there's the... a... I can't remember their names. But you have a main... The main American character. The head of the gang. Yeah. He's the best shoots. He can shoot. He's the best with the gun and everything. Yeah. Um, And he was exploited by the mafia boss. Okay. So, he's trying to get away from the mafia boss. And he's also trying to live his own life. But the mafia boss is still coming after him. Because he's trying to expose the mafia boss. Yeah. In the event of exposing the mafia boss, the mafia boss is not going to be happy. Because the mafia boss has been doing some very shady, shady stuff. illegal stuff. Yeah. So, and he's also seen as a big person in society. So, it's like a corrupt politician. 
Like, you know, on the outside, uh, it looks really nice. Yeah. But on the inside, he's doing some very Sounds fucked like up shit. Sounds like a typical Korean movie bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the outside, he looks like a pretty... Like, you know something is shady about him, but you don't yeah. know. But thanks to, like... Oh, Ash is his name. Yeah, Ash. Thanks to Ash and the other gangs, you find out, like, what he's done. And it's really, really, really fucking terrible. Mm. Like... Yeah, and then the so end is, of the show is this. Is this like um, he, um, Ash is running for his life or trying not to die, but also expose the bad guy? You, yeah, he's doing both of those things. He's running for his life and trying to expose the bad guy and not die at the same time. Uh. And then you have the complication of the Japanese boy that is now with him. Um, there is a little coded BL going on. Apparently, oh. there's a coded because the Japanese boy and the American character. The codedness is that they both like each other. Because the way they act, it's like, I will protect you. And you're like, why am I, Why are you protecting each other so much? Like, why? You know, like... They're, you really, know, they're really good friends. You they know, have strong <laughs> romance. Yes, a very, very, very strong romance. <laughs> so strong. So very strong that the other offered to pay for a ticket to go with him to Japan. That's kind of strong romance. If I offered to pay a ticket for you to go with me to Japan, will you not come? Yes, but in the context of this show... No. <laughs> yes. Yes and no. In the context of the show, maybe. But like, again, with the way they've set it up, there's a little bit of like underground BL happening mm. there. But the story doesn't have to do with BL at all. There's no, there's none of that happening. It is just, um, it's, it's a dramatic crime thriller that will make you start thinking of things. And the end will make you stop in your tracks and will make you just be like, Fuck. <laughs> like, no, this is how I felt at the end. I, I was like, was it sad? And I'm having mixed feelings fuck. for me right now. I'm like, am I excited to watch the end? Am I. I feel avoid like now it? that I've spoken about the end of Banana Fish, I feel like, you know, people are going to watch the show and be like, oh, I'm out for the end. I'm out for the end. But really, the journey towards the end is as good as the end. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. That's it. So. Um, watch Banana Fish if you like crime, if you like thrillers, if you like that sort of stuff. It's a really good show and the end stays with me. I, I still think about what happened at the end of that show. Okay. Yeah. So you might have to just give your final one because we're we're out of studio time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. My final one. Kakeguri. Mm, and I know you wonder like, why? Kakeguri? I've Kake watched Kakeguri. I know. I enjoyed Kakeguri. I don't know if it's the kind of show that will, you know, like you know that will touch my soul I feel like I feel like it's like dumb good dumb fun that's the thing it, it was good dumb fun but I like I like when I like a good story and I love good characters and Kakagori had some very interesting characters and again if you've noticed from what I've been saying if you give me good character a, a character's backstory and how they dealt with their pain and how it caused them to act the way they act or just behave the way they behave I like it when a a movie, a series, an anime, anything, honestly, anything written or scripted takes me through that from the beginning to the end. I want to feel what that character felt. Yeah. And then I think why Kakeguri especially is because she, there was this particular point. Oh God, I wish I could remember things in detail, but there was this particular character that I'm very sure thought she had everything. Was it, was he a girl or a guy that acted like a girl? God forgive me. I cannot remember. But I know it was... A guy that acted like a girl in Kakiguri. There was a character that was a guy that seemed like a girl, right? I can't remember It was a this. slave or something. It was a someone's slave. That was the, that's the only main character guy I remember in Kakiguri. He was a slave he was to... A, he was a slave to somebody. I think to Mary, I think. 
No, no, no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about slave to Mary. I'm talking about there was they, they had a there was this like big family and this guy was like the. Runt or of was the it not the girl like that, that was acting like a boy? Okay, so was it a girl acting like a boy? Yeah, it was a I know girl it was, acting like a boy. I, I remember know it was the that gender one. that was. It was a girl acting like a boy. Was she, was she not the student council president or something? Was she the student council? I ca- Sha- it's been so you long know, you, since exactly, I watched Exactly, same here. <laughs> but you know that character? Mm-hmm. I like that character's backstory. And I like the fact that the girl from Kakigura, I can't remember her name right now, she told him or told her that the only chains that, you know, we are the ones that create the prison for ourselves. We are the ones that keep ourselves bound. It's not your past. It's not your history. It's literally literally what she was trying to say is that you have kept yourself here. This chain that you're seeing here, it's you that is allowing yourself to be a prisoner. And that just spoke to me because I'm like, most times we complain and lament our life and this. But the prisons that we find ourselves in, most times we well, allow we ourselves, ourselves. Exactly. We created these prisons ourselves and we've chosen to stay there. But we have the choice to pick another way. Something to add to Kakeguri that actually I really like. I like that they were not they were they were not scared of showing me some batshit crazy people. No like, cap. Batshit no cap. In this people were insane. The girl with the eye patch, especially. The Kakeguri, what's her name? What's the actual girl in Kakeguri's name? That well, girl. Like, you, you don't I don't need to know that babe's name. Also, that girl has thing, mental problems. Jabami. 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 Yeah. Another reason. Sorry, I know this is your thing, but another reason why I also like Kakeguri is that you know how everybody in the school was like obsessed with gambling and gambling was their thing. And she was obsessed with it as well. I think the but, show really tells you that love what you love with all your soul. Because everybody in the school liked gambling, but they used it as a means to an end. Did they actually like gambling? I, exactly. I had mixed I don't feelings. Because I feel I like think, the, the, yeah. this was the way to survive. Yes, exactly. But she... But loved she loved it. it. And she would do it whether she thought she would win or, or not. Like, she didn't which have is, an issue. Which is a th- something that I actually liked about the show. The show wasn't like, okay, I'm going to calculate this. I'm gonna... No, she was just like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a degenerate gambler and I love this shit. Oh, and I'm going to embrace it. She calculated a lot. That girl was crazy smart. Yeah, she was crazy smart. She could see through Kakeguri everyone's is a, is a show that She's I feel brilliant. like a lot of people look down on because like it's not like very... It's very... I feel like it's very easy, fun, dumb entertainment. But like because it doesn't. I don't, like, so, I don't even think it's dumb entertaining. There was so much psychological shit going on. To me, on in it's Kakiguri. very easy to turn my brain off and watch Kakiguri because oh, really? like there's nothing. There's nothing uh, world altering you know, about I, Kakiguri. I would pause. I would go back when they're explaining how she found out that this is like how she won the game. Mm-hmm. I'll take it back. I understand every post. Like ah, I'll take it back. I'll listen to the instruction of the game. I'm like wow. wow. How did they? How do they even come up with these things? Like I feel like the people behind Kakiguri are like batshit insane themselves because some of the things they came up with. I'm just like, how do you come up with the idea but, of gambling? with someone's fingernails for fuck's sake I think these things really happen but then again in the writers of anime you just wonder like they just sit down and let their imaginations run wild like you know, what is the craziest thing you can think of you know write what? it down it's, it's really good, interesting good material it's really interesting because in Japan drug use like there are no drugs at all like drug use is very very frowned upon really? so like the people that are actually crazy is because there's something in their brain that's making them crazy. Not because they're smoking actually, anything or consuming anything. They're crazy. Why Why? Why do we think that, oh, it's it's um, drugs that make people crazy? Because everybody always assumes that for you to have that kind of a mind, you have, have to be on some kind have, of mind have you substances. Have you met children these days? <laughs> young, kids, up- young kids these days will create stories You're coming, you have that a- will mar you. So it's not a me thing. I mean, it's the stereotype of the world. Everybody feels like, like a lot of people be like, oh, this artist, what what drugs is he on? Oh, this person, what drugs is he on that can allow him to create this? Your mind so can, I'm not thinking, your mind have can you, conjure have you been? up some of the craziest shit. You the don't people, you don't need drugs. The people that came up with Kill La Kill. 
I haven't watched the Akamega Kill, right? No, Kill la Kill. It's different? Ah, Kill la Kill. Well, hmm, the madness. But anyway, Sha, we've come to the end of the shows that have touched our souls, touched our lives, and have changed us in one way or the other. Kosi likes shows that, you know, prove to her that she can do anything in the world. Yeah. I like shows that encourage me and just show me that, you know, life can be better and things can get better. So... The other shows I wanted to talk about, but you know, we don't have time. Because if we if they allow if we us to sit talking. here, if we allow us to sit here, we'll all be talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. <laughs> That's how much we love anime. That's how much these shows have actually like impacted us and changed us. You might not think nothing has changed you, but I can definitely say like watching some stuff, I'm like, hmm, okay. This is different. This has altered my brain chemistry. I, have, I can say. I've definitely learned a lot of things from anime. Oh, I fruit, think the reason fruit I like, has definitely altered my brain I chemistry. I like anime because people say it's just cartoons. I feel like slapping those humans I feel and you like, can learn so much I don't want to say this. I know like once I say this a lot of people are going to say I feel like there's some western cartoons that are just cartoons like nothing generative cartoons nothing really is solid the plot is not anything but if there are some shows you want the plot of Attack on Titan thank the you the plot of Banana Fish the plot of there are some shows where you explain the, the, the plot, plot you be like Naruto. Ah. You'd be like, ah, like, who came up with this who stuff? Exactly, brilliance. who came up the with this shit? What is all? happening here? So, yeah, I mean, that's why I think we're both weaves. That's why we're here. Because yeah. the only thing, I wish I could remember every single detail of all the animes I watch. It's impossible because you're only one human being and you've watched a lot of shows. Sadly. So, yeah. Oh, well. But thank you so much for listening. Thank Thanks, you so much guys. for being here. We really appreciate it. Can't wait please, to have please, you back next week. Please, yes. We want you back next week. But also, we want you to share your own shows that have touched your heart, touched mm-hmm. your soul, touched your body. Let us know the <laughs> souls that have affected you, maybe changed your brain chemistry, maybe encouraged you maybe one way or Maybe taught you other. something that you didn't know before. Exactly. So please share them with us on our social media channels. Everything, I almost said everything, everything will be in the episode description. Hello. And um, we're looking forward to hearing from you. We're looking forward to arguing with you. And we're looking forward to... I'm not um, looking forward to arguing with you. No, you don't like arguing with anime I don't fans. like arguing with people. To be honest, arguing with anime fans can be... Tiring. Can be very tiring. Draining. Because they have plenty energy. <laughs> so much energy. <laughs> anyway, yes, thank you so much guys for listening. We love you, you so, so, so much. See you in our next episode. Peace out. Bye.